Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast from MyFishingCapeCod.com. I'm your host, Kevin Collins, back with you for another June edition of our mini podcasts. And what I mean by that is we'll have one guest on today's show focused on a specific area of the Cape and Islands. And today that is going to be Nantucket Island. And we are going to be joined by Matt Rainamo of the Nantucket Tackle Center, who's going to enlighten us with some good reports, encouraging reports on striped bass, bluefish, and yes, bluefin tuna. He has been fortunate to get out on a few guided trips, taking some clients out to target some football size, 40 to 50, 60 pound football bluefin tuna. So we've got a mini action-packed podcast in store for you today. So without further delay, let's welcome in our guest. Well, as promised, our guest on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our good friend Matt Rainamo from over on Nantucket Island in the Nantucket Tackle Center. Matt, how are you on this very steamy day? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I know the, the weather here on the mainland is really warm. It's been warm for most of the week. We're, you know, upper 80s, low 90s. What, what are things like, what are conditions like over on Nantucket during this heat wave? Uh, the, Nantucket is not nearly so hot, but it's very windy. So uh, it's an annoying forecast for a, for a totally different reason. So we're going to do a little bit of a whip around. I know you've been a very busy guy the last couple of weeks since we've had a chance to check in. And we're going to start with striped bass. And I know you've been doing some guiding trips and hopefully some fishing on your own a little bit here and there for fun. Can you give us a uh, overview of the striped bass bite over there as we head into the last weekend of June? Sure. Um, I've been pretty much exclusively still on the flats, um, and that's still been pretty good. Um, there's been a couple a couple of north wind days that kind of seem to shut things down, but other than those... Um, there's plenty of fish, uh, the same size-wise, sort of the same size class for the most part that we've been seeing. Um, you know, some some real small guys, 20 inches, um, a lot in the 26, 27 range, and then um, not the easiest thing in the world to find a bigger one, but, but a lot of fish out there. Um, and then just around Nantucket in general, the beach fishing, sort of the night guys have been doing pretty well. Um, the bigger, obviously, the bigger fish, um, and there have been some nice, you know, thirty, high thirty-inch fish, low forty-inch fish caught at night from the beaches. Now, the guys that are, I'll say, fishing the beaches, that are surf casting the beaches at night, for those bigger fish in the upper thirties, low forty-inch class. I mean, that sounds like you know a really promising report. What are those guys using to to get those fish at night? Um, I. Lures are still probably, you know, the most the most popular. Most guys here seem to enjoy lure fishing, prefer lure fishing. Um, as to what they're they're exactly those big fish bit, I can't. Um, I'm not sure. I would I would say, you know, a swimming plug is a popular option. Uh, a big soft plastic like a big sluggo or something at night is a is popular, and. Um, but we do, you know, Nantucket Tackle Center has live eels. That's sort of the available live bait here. Um, you can get into a store and buy it and, and use it, and we do sell a bunch. So um, some of those big 
fish are coming on live eels too. You basically just took the, the words out of my mouth. The, uh, the live eel fishery here, I'll say inside Cape Cod Bay, is something that when I think of, you know, kind of making that change over to using eels, I usually think of like the second or third week in July. That's when I tend to to make that shift. It's interesting to hear you talk about it. And it seems like there are some guys, you know, probably already having success in June on live eels over there. So it's kind of an interesting report. Yeah. Yeah. We generally, um, you know, at, at the shop, we generally get our first batch of eels in Memorial day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's guys, you know, there's guys in, in the store, you know, early May even saying, wow. oh, the eels getting here. And, uh, after a few years of kind of figuring it out, I kind of figured, I came to Memorial Day is the appropriate time of when we're going to start selling enough that um, that it makes sense to get them in there. So you guys are uh, you're fully stocked up on eels then for folks that may be heading over, you know, for the July Fourth holiday and if they want to give eel fishing a try. And you guys are you guys are fully loaded up. We are. Well, that is good to hear. Um, in terms of your flats experience, um, I know you spent a lot of time guiding and I know your main passion I think is kind of sight casting to fish on the flats. What's that been like? You know, what are they eating? And can you give us just some general reports from your guiding trips over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, now um, you know, it's 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 kind of time for me to to change baits to usually um in in this sort of late June uh, window somewhere I kind of switch over from um, fishing mostly minnow flies to mostly crab flies mm. um, and and which I, I kind of prefer to fish minnow flies because they're easier um, you know when I get a, a minnow in front of a fish uh, or minnow a fly in front of a fish and you know I know what a minnow is going to do I know that that minnow is going to try to run away from that fish so I strip the fly away from that fish and and it kind of um, you know, it all makes sense to me. Uh, putting a, a crab in front of a, fe- a bass is like, well, if that crab is going to get away, is it going to try to swim away? Is it going to try to bury itself? Is it going to sort of flash its claws at the bass? And, and how am I going to make my fly do these things? So it always confuses, you know, it's tough on me mentally trying to figure out what, what I'm going to do with this fly. Um, that being said, once, once they're on crabs, uh, eat, in the best case scenario that you don't have to think about it, you kind of land that land that crab fly in front of them and they swim over and eat it without you doing much of anything. So it's almost in a way, you know, as the, the fly fisherman sight casting to these fish, it's almost like, you know, you're Geppetto, you're a, a puppeteer trying to lure these guys in and making the fly kind of dance or behave like the bait. It's kind of just an introspective way of looking at it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It's it's um, you know get getting the fly in front of the fish is obviously a, a challenging and difficult part of it, but it by no means is is that the end of it. So another thing I just wanted to ask you about as you're seeing these fish, um, it's something that I I hit on in the spring when we started our visits together. When you're observing these fish and you're fortunate enough to get a nice clear day where you can see down into the water column and really observe these guys and hopefully not spook them and, and get on top of them a little bit. Are they traveling in, in large schools on the flats? Or are they in smaller pods? I know when we talked in the spring, we talked a little bit about the schoolie size fish being in these giant schools and then a little bit, you know, of the bigger class fish being separated into smaller pods of maybe three to six fish. Are you yeah. still observing that type of behavior here as we get into the heat of the summer? 
Yeah, we're still seeing, um, you know, we'll see less, and, and this has been true over the last couple of weeks, seeing less of the giant groups mm. and, um, you know, more more single fish and more groups of three or four fish. Yeah, that's th- that's really interesting to me. Um, yeah, t- and today was uh, this morning was great. It's not doesn't happen every day, but we had some um, we've had some nice large bluefish sort of on the on the Nantucket Sound side. Um, and today we found a bunch up in real shallow water where it's not a place I would normally look for bluefish of this size. But we had um, instead of of striped bass, we had big schools of of bluefish cruising around in about three feet of water. Um, so to be able to kind of sight fish those and get a fly in front of those and get poppers in front of those was a lot of fun this morning. So, um, you know, after what I would call kind of a few off years in a row for bluefish here, it was very kind of promising and hopeful to see uh, see what I saw this morning. And it was it was a fun fun day out there. Yeah, and that's certainly another option for folks too that you know may. I don't know. I certainly could never get sick of catching, you know, good-sized striped bass. Uh, but if folks want to try to target a different species over there, or while they're over there, take their hand at something a little bit different, you know, bluefish pretty much will eat anything if you can get something shiny in front of them. So it's really good to hear that those fish are moving into your waters in pretty decent numbers. Yeah, yeah, it was great. A decent, decent numbers and decent size. So after a mm-hmm. uh, um you know, after a springtime of seeing a lot of 25 and 26 inch bass, it was nice to have have some legitimate eight and 10 pound um, blues. You know, running, jumping, showing you your backing a little more than I've seen this spring. Yeah, and that gets me into my next topic as well. When I think bluefish, sometimes Matt, I think of how you know what a nice uh, tuna bait a nice large bluefish makes. At least here in Cape Cod Bay, or out on Stellwagen Bank, it's very much a live tuna, you know, live bait tuna fishery. I know things are a little bit different when you get down to the south and, and outside of Martha's Vineyard. You get a lot of guys who will be speed trolling for these tuna using spreader bars and four to six rods, you know, going six, seven, eight knots. So it's a completely different fishery, something that I'm not that familiar with. And I know there's a lot of guys that'll sight fish the tuna and you know, basically just go around to, to different pods if they're fortunate enough to see them breaking on the surface and cast into them. Um, so I just want to kind of get a, a, you know, a quick change of pace and a change of gears into a tuna report from you, if I could. Yeah, definitely. It's been, uh, it's been great. It's been, um, um, it's, you know, the, there's been a lot of, a lot of bluefin in the 30 to 50 pound class, um, just south of the vineyard, um, in, in, mostly centered around the claw um it's been going on for a couple weeks now and i've been out there uh three times kind of a mixed uh you know a mixed trolling casting jigging bite um i've gotten all my fish trolling but i know that um you know i know i know some guys and have gotten some reports of some guys getting them on spinning rods too now when you're trolling i don't want you to give away everything because i i know you're guiding a lot of times and you're taking folks out uh, you know, to to target these fish. But when you're trolling, can you give me an idea of of what your setup looks like? Are you are you are you dragging two rods, four rods, six rods? Give me give me an idea, a taste for what it's like on deck. Um, it change you know it changes a little bit with with every boat, and I'm running you know running a handful of different boats down there, so it changes for me, um, you know, almost day to day. But just in general, five rods is a pretty 
is a pretty average number. Two two in the riggers, two shorts, and one down the middle. Um, these last three times, I, just from the reports I've gotten, everything I've heard, and it's played out to be true, is um, it's been a good spreader bar bite, so we've had uh, five spreader bars in the water. Um, on on a sort of more normal or a different day, or if I hadn't got these reports, um, at least one of those would probably be a value on an Islander. Got it. Um, and then, you know, obviously if, if that starts getting bites, you start swapping out spreader bars for more of them. Um, but yeah, four, you know, four bars in a, in a Valley who, or five bars is pretty standard for me. Um, the side tracker bars that have, that have gotten popular now, um, seem to be working well. Uh, people like those and, and whether you've got outriggers and you just run them a little, you know, just widens your spread that much more, or it's, you know, now it's, it's not, you know, running five lines on a boat without outriggers was a pain in the neck without these, and now it's really not that difficult. Um, so those have been working well. Um, as far as the, the bars themselves, uh, listening to the radio down there, it seems like you guys were getting bites on just about everything, so I wouldn't worry too much about um, color or, or um, you know, whether it's, it's rainbow or green or black or anything. Um, I've gotten most of my bites on uh, green machine bars and, and black spider bars, so... Um, but I know that, that that's not sort of the, that's not how everybody's doing it, and it changes day to day. Got it. Now, when we talk about the Nantucket Tackle Center, we're going into the 4th of July holiday. It's, you know, very much <laughs> primetime, I'll say, tourist season and, you know, seasonal resident season, folks that come over for the summer or select weeks during the summer. I'm sure the island is you know, got plenty of hustle and bustle. How's the uh, Nantucket Tackle Center holding up against the crowds? And do you have anything going on as we head into the holiday? Uh, you know, nothing. Nothing. Uh, we, we're holding up okay. Our, our inventory supply is holding up pretty good. We still, uh, we still have what everybody needs um, to get out there and, and get after the fish. So um, that's good. We're, we're trying to keep the shelves stocked. It's been, uh, it's been busy. Um, the employees are probably at a, uh, you know, we're all at like an August tired level already, and it's not even July, but we'll, we'll make it through. Well, Matt, thank you so much for carving out some of your time and, and energy to share with us on this edition of the podcast. Really appreciate all the intel you provide and wish you the best of luck as we head into this July 4th holiday. Hope it's a, a happy, healthy, safe one for you and your family and all your customers. Thank you very much. You as well. Many thanks to Matt Rainamo of the Nantucket Tackle Center for joining us on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. Sure appreciate Matt squeezing us in ahead of this very busy July 4th holiday weekend. It really sounds like it's prime time right now on Nantucket late June, early July. There's big 40-inch stripers swimming around. There's 10-plus pound bluefish swimming in only a couple feet of water that you're free to target as well. And yes, the tuna have showed up. It sounds like the claw is a tour de force right now of small tuna that are there for the eating. It sounds like you can get them any number of ways. And if you're heading over to the island to do some fishing or maybe steaming over there on your own boat and you're going to stop off and spend a little time on the island, make sure to hop into the Nantucket Tackle Center. Say hello to Matt. Tell him you're a My Fishing Cape Cod member, and I'm sure he'll give you the latest intel 
and information on what's going on over there. So thanks very much to everybody for tuning in to this edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. And until we chat again, this is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off. Tight lines and take care. Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news, information, and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and take care.